episode number 193. Right-hand drive Camaro is here. Welcome to the Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezzo. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of the Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of the Camaro Show. I'm Chris. I'm Jason. What's up, dude? I got a cold. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, dude. That's okay. I'm all hopped up on drugs. Hopped up on cold medicine again? Cold medicine, Didn't yeah. we just do a show one give time some where you Give me some NyQuil, and, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Some green death flavor. Green Dennis, hot death. Dr. Dennis Leary. <laughs> That's right. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, just uh, just kind of doing my thing, going to work, coming home, and doing the podcast. Nice. Nice. <sighs> so we've got a neat show uh, up ahead of us here. We've been talking about the right-hand drive Camaro, and, well, we talked about how, how expensive it is, right? Because mm-hmm. it is. It's very, very expensive. Yeah. Um, Chris, you found this really cool video. video uh, on actually, Al Oppenheiser found this really cool video. He posted it on Facebook. I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God. And I noticed, oh, it's from HSV, who is doing uh, the conversion of the Chevrolet's uh, Camaros to right-hand drive, and they posted this great video. Of like <clears throat> every station, they call it, that, that the car has to go through in order to become a right-hand drive Camaro. And I couldn't believe the amount of work that goes into these things that are basically, what, broken down to a shell. Yeah. They got to remove yeah. the engine. They got to remove the IP right from the front, obviously, you know, to put a new one in it. But yep. the suspension, the <clears throat> everything. I mean, just think. The steering wheel is on the other side. Um, uh, from oh my god, the the, the wiring harnesses. It's like it's like yeah, they're it was like they're like they in a chop shop. That's what it looks. just about yeah. You know, it's so much more than just okay. Let's take the dash out and put the stu- a new dash in, and then you know put a different uh, steering uh, section in it. It's mm-hmm. they almost have to gut the car totally to, to, to make it right. Yeah. It's crazy. I enjoy. I really enjoyed watching that. I did too. It really gives you some insight on on well, first of all, their dedication to it, um, but also just the amount of work it goes into. Chris, you said before, why doesn't Chevrolet just ship them the cars in pieces? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Watching this, I'm going, man, it would probably looks like it would probably be easier just for them to ship the car in pieces and let them just put it together themselves. <laughs> I gotta think that there's probably a sp- specific reason i don't know if there's like a regulatory reason that a yeah, car like can't s- come into the country or out of the country in pieces like that right. or the logistics of just um not i mean like they they set up the assembly line with the goal of producing x amount of cars per per hour right that means the completed cars they i don't think they have provisions for okay this car here goes in pieces yeah, you know, I, I don't think I, I think it actually disrupt the 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 flow of it. Yeah, and it, 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 you know, you think it'd be more efficient, but no, it probably j- would jack it all up, make it make it more difficult. Yeah, you're probably you're probably right there. You're probably right. Um, this past weekend, I happened to be in Lansing, so we s- stopped by the Lansing Grand River Assembly Plant on Saturday, and the whole plant was 
It was like a ghost town, dude. There was nobody there. So we walked around and went up and took pictures by the big sign and uh-huh. took pictures of all the Camaros. And we did see another lot that, and as, you know, Jason Port was with me from Camaro News. And he explained, like, from Oshawa, the way they were wrapped, they were export cars. So they were leaving the country. I don't know if they are either leaving to go to Canada. Maybe they're going down on there. I don't know. But there's there was uh, cars that were wrapped differently. And then there was the ones just sitting in the lots. And they're all 19s, and they all they look pretty good. Look pretty. It's all ZL1, bunch of 1LEs, um, a bunch of whole bunch of convertibles. So yeah, yeah, they're um, they're producing them. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. So uh, what else did you do while you were in Lansing? Since we're talking about it. Oh, we drank some beer. <laughs> <laughs> got to get got to uh, get together with our good friend Ed. Um, went to uh, Old Nation, which is you know. We we've been drinking M forty three, but yep. we've been here and you you've been drinking M forty three and some Boss Tweed down there in Studio yep. South. Yep, so when we, I can get my hands on it anyway. Yeah. So we dropped by the brewery and had some. Uh, they had an M forty three double dry hopped on tap, which was absolutely spectacular. I have one of those in my fridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, yeah. Just a, just a good old time. Uh, it's kind of um, out in the rural rural part of Michigan, I want to say. Yep. <laughs> rural, rural. Rural, yeah. We went down this dirt road to get there. <laughs> and there was considerable amount of snow just there compared to here where we have zero. We have no snow here. It was yep. weird. It was weird. Yep. Just an hour and a half away. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how that works. Um. I got a little bit of snow here in Nashville. Really? Just a little, just like, just, we had just like a little dusting that it goes away by the time like 10 o'clock rolls around unless it's still in the shade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not, nothing so. that would screw up traffic or anything. Oh, that, just a little bit more than that would screw up traffic down oh, here. Oh, okay. Yeah. If, if, if it's, uh, if, uh, if, if, uh, yeah, if, if there's snow, the, the Nashville shuts down. Wow. That's nuts. <laughs> it is indeed. Um, well, cool. Glad you got to do that. Let's see here. What else was going on? Oh, we talked a while back about the whole Pony Wars thing. Yeah. And, uh, th- this is a folks that, uh, well, if you go to horsepowerwars.com, um, they did declare a winner and it winner. was indeed the Camaro, but not by much. No? Nope. So they, they took a 2017 Camaro SS and a 2017 Mustang GT. Did a baseline run, then added $5,000 worth of parts to each car, turned them loose on the drag strip, road course dyno, and even tested the braking. And then, let's see, after that, the Camaro was the winner with three points for the drag race and two points for the dyno challenge. But uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Road race, three points, this, that, and the other thing. Round two, $15,000 in upgrades. Both got blowers, this, that, and the other thing. And then, you know, they did it again. They just kept just throwing money at these cars and beating the crap out of them in <laughs> the Camaro one. Well, that's that's cool. Quickest lap, um, but, but it was like a second difference at the on the road course, nine tenths of a second. So it's not much. Um, it says there was no need to do the braking challenge. <laughs> oh, because of the circumstances of the Camaro winning. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So thing is, is that they've already announced the return of the horsepower wars will be bigger, better, and faster. Interesting. So, so, th- so does that mean they got more money now to throw at it? <laughs> uh, I think it's just the, the bunch of people are going to throw more parts at them, which probably means more money. 
well, parts money dollar value to part ratio is probably going to be bigger. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Cool. I think I think it was neat that they they did that because you know everybody's saying, oh, you know, if I do this to my car, it'll be faster than yours. And it makes good for some some uh, bench racing. Absolutely, you know, absolutely, it's pretty cool. But it does come down to driver. We've proven that as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember back in the old days on the F body uh, org listserv. Remember, it was nothing but bench this and co- this cold air induction is better. And then it was, you know, then the someone will put a Vortec in the car and holy smoke. No, wait, wait, wait. First it was a Paxton, right? And then oh, yeah. then it was Vortec, and that was Pro Charger. Packing a Paxton, remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> good old days. Cool. The good yep. old days. Hey, do we have any voicemails? Hey, yes, we do. We have two voicemails. Hey, all right. Let's let's hear them. All right, here's the first one. Hey, Chris Chaser. Uh, just calling to comment on uh, uh, General Motors uh, again restructuring, laying off people. And I'll try to be sensitive because I know that uh, I'm sure there's listeners who are directly affected by this. Stuff. I guess the, the frustration, you know, I, I feel about it is, and I do understand there is a business component. They do have to lay people off. You know, they do have to uh, close plants down. I get that. I've had to lay people off, too. It's not fun. But I think what frustrates me is even, you know, bringing in a, a political element. And you t- touched on a little bit, this, a little bit on this on your comments, like, you know, President Trump's uh, main campaign slogan is MAGA, Make America. Try to make it into a, We're losing them. you know, kind of a <laughs> racial issue or it's code word for racism. I never thought of that. And it's always back to, when I think of, like, making America great again, back, you know, back in the late 60s and early 70s, we were putting men on the moon. GM was on top. And I think that's frustrating for me is I'd like to live in America where GM is number one in the world. And right now they're number, uh, I believe, uh, four behind BW, which is selling about 11 plus million vehicles compared to GM's about six million plus vehicles. And I want to live in that world, you know, where GM's on top, where America is putting men on the moon and, and doing things. So it, it is frustrating. And I think. You know, it's like here we are again. GM was in bankruptcy back, uh, you know, in 2008, 2009 time frame. Now here we are again, and they're doing a major restructuring. And I hope that leads to some really great innovative products that puts them on top again. But I don't know. Uh, you know, I'm not sure they really learned their lesson from the uh, uh, from when they uh, got those uh, government loans, the bailouts, so to speak. So. I guess that's the frustration I feel. I, I want to see GM and Ford and Chrysler be on top, but they're not. And, uh, you know, we're, you know, instead of bringing in jobs, we're losing jobs. So, anyway, that's uh, what I wanted to share. Anyway, take care. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Well, thanks for calling. I think that was Sean. I think you're right. Side. Yeah, it sounded like him. Didn't? Uh, yeah, it definitely sounded like him. He didn't say who it was. But, I mean, he's got a point. Mm-hmm. He's got a point. He wants. He remembers back in the '60s when GM was number one, and we were putting men on the moon. We did just land a, a thing in Mars again. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> and we have electric self-driving cars. We have um, Elon Musk launched uh, his own personal electric car into space. 
that's heading somewhere, right? <laughs> How much I, of a badass are you? I'm gonna eject. I'm gonna jettison my own personal car into the atmosphere just because yeah. I can. But but like like he was saying, uh, and we don't get political here. Um, try not to anyway. Politics do play into certain things, especially in this day and age. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just when you live here in Detroit, it is in your face every day, all day. You know, if if something's going on, either the union screaming. Um, the automotive manufacturer screaming there's it's it's constant you're it's coming at you from both both ends and Mm -hmm. who's right i'm sure both they're both right gm is a business first and foremost right yep that's right (laughs) they're they're in business to make money that's right that's that's really all i can say about it if they're not making money they're not in business right Right. Opinions aside. Yeah. And, and and they're not in a bad position where they were back in two thousand eight. You know, they're they're not they're not <laughs> looking they're not heading towards bankruptcy again. They're not you know they're they're not in that position. So a lot of people think that. A lot of people think, holy cow, they're laying off all these people, they're closing plants because they're in they're they're in a bad position. It's actually the opposite. They're in a very healthy position right now. And they're trying to get even healthier to make the um to make the transition, I think, to what they want to do with, with electric, with with autonomous, and stuff like that. They're setting themselves up to not go out of business. <laughs> you you're probably right. I mean, and and again, opinions and in in emotions aside, that's what they got to do. Right. If if they want to be on top again, they got to make some tough decisions. And uh, mm-hmm. God, it's it's tough to even talk about yeah. because. My emotions and my thoughts, uh, my opinions, want to scream a little louder, and it's mm. it's hard not to. So, yeah. feeling you, definitely feeling you, Sean, or whoever you were, Mister Caller, Mister <laughs> Mystery Caller. Yeah, thanks for calling in. Um, if, if you guys want to give us a ring, let us know how you feel. Give us something to talk about. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, let's move on to the final voicemail. And it's Postal Caveman, Caveman, Caveman. Hey, guys. Uh, we're a little busy right now, helping out Santa Claus. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's out. Yeah, we're really, 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 we're flattered about mail. We can't get out. Oh, shut up, Grumpy. Anyways, we got lots of mail, lots of Amazon, lots of FedEx, lots of UPS. It's a well-known secret that they ship to us so they could save a third and charge you guys three times the bus. Anyways, alright, so... I'll be busy till the first or second of January. You guys have a Merry Christmas and a very Happy New Year. And tell Vito to keep it up. His videos are awesome. And his dad being there right with him, tasting all those spicy foods. Those spicy noodles. Oh, my God. That was so crazy. Well, you guys have fun. See you. Postal Dave. <sighs> He delivers because he's he, the mailman. He, 
he sh- sh- uh, <laughs> uh, he sure does. Oh, man. What did he say? He says it's a, it's a well-known secret that they ship through us and charge you guys three times as much. <laughs> really? <laughs> For Amazon? That's what he said. I know Amazon does their own delivery, though, now here. Do, do you guys have your own Amazon delivery there, too? Yeah, we have same-day delivery if we need it. Yeah, when they open, they're opening up a brand-new huge Amazon place here on 23 Mile over by Bad Brad's. When that opens, two-hour delivery. Two-hour delivery. <laughs> yes! Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. I'm looking forward tell, to that. T- tell you what, the first e-commerce deal ever, e- e-commerce transaction ever made on Mars is going to be an Amazon transaction. Yep. Yep. But thanks for calling in, Postal Day. Happy holidays to you as well. And yes, those noodles were spicy. Spicy as hell. <laughs> oh. What else we got to talk about here, dude? Oh, let's see here. Well, I'm uh, tomorrow. Uh, just after we get done recording this, the next day I'm gonna head up to Indianapolis to go to PRI. And what does that stand for? Performance Racing Industry. And it's kind of like SEMA, right? It's kind of like SEMA, but without the bling, and it's all about racing. Cool. So it's 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 um uh, it's not uh, it's 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 not uh, as as big as SEMA. No. Um, by any stretch, but then again, it has much less. Um, 32 inch dubs and mm. um subwoofers and uh, neon lights and crap it's just it's just all about racing so it should be cool i'm going to uh do some video for my youtube channel and uh hopefully talk to a few folks and uh, i'm going to run into mike and steve from full throttle speed they're going to be there of course excellent our good buddy jim McElvain is there so go go say hi to him jim will be there cool i was gonna i was gonna see if if uh if he was going to be there, I was going to yep. seek him out. He's it's not there. too hard to find him. Um, so it should be cool. I should come back with uh, like a little report of the cool things that I saw that were Camaro related, nice. and uh, got some, you know, these business cards to hand out Woo-hoo! Nice. for the show. So if you know what I look like based on my voice, and you happen to be a PRI, and you stop and <laughs> see me, by by all means, buy me a beer. I think um, I think Rick Seitz is going to be there as well. I think I saw him posting. So probably will be. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I'm excited about that because I didn't get to go to SEMA. So at least I get like SEMA Junior. Yeah, yeah. I saw that they released the final numbers of visitors for SEMA this year. It, um, it was 163,000 this year. So um, it's definitely the, the, the attendance keeps going up and up and up and up. And this is mm-hmm. not a public show. This is a, an industry show. So 163,000 insiders. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. And about six or seven of them actually know how to walk in a straight line (laughs) without dragging their little suitcase behind them 20 feet, eating up the space of four people. No, the best is when you're walking, walking, you're going, you're in a good clip and all of a sudden they just turn around and they They got to go the other way and you're like, slam on the brakes and and you're like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Pull over, pull over. Over. <laughs> <sighs> okay, what else is going on? We got. All we, right. uh, I'm gonna let you talk about this. I'm gonna throw in my two cents. But what's with what's with screaming Chevrolet this week? Screaming Chevrolet. Yeah. So Manny was telling us about this a while back. I don't think it was during the show, but it was like before or after about the new Chevrolet Silverado HD. HD baby. H HD front end. 
the 2020 Silverado 8, well, I'll just put it this way. Our, our, those crazy, wacky guys at Jalopnik. <laughs> um, uh, Tuesday, 8.55 a.m., released an t- article called 2020 Chevrolet Silverado HD. Gaze upon it and weep. And weep? Okay. Woe unto those who stare directly at the grill of the 2020 Chevrolet Silverado HD. Thy village is burned to the ground. Thy fields plowed asunder. They who looketh at it shall immediately be turned to stone. And they say, and they say, okay, just kidding, blah, blah, blah. All, only jokes, but the new Silverado HD is indeed very, very ugly. It's, it's, um, it's big. It's, it's a big front end. And it, and it makes no mistake that it, it, you, you got it, you will know it's a Chevrolet. It is loud. It is, it is, um, it's like, a, it looks like kind of like a semi truck. And it's got headlights below the big old Chevrolet crossbar. Kind of like the old, um, not the current generation, but previous generation Colorado. Hmm. So it's, um, you know, it's, I don't think it's as bad as they're, they're making it out to be, but it's definitely, it's it's very blunt. <laughs> How's that? It makes it's, it's a very blunt, blunt. It's very. It makes a statement. It makes a blunt statement. If they, it if, is, if they wanted to make a blunt statement, they have reached their goal. They certainly have. It is a blunt object. <laughs> so then they followed up with an article today as we record this emergency photoshoppers are rushing in to fix the Chevrolet Silverado HD's face yeah people went nuts <laughs> fixing this thing people went uh, a little crazy people went a little crazy most of them are, are jokes you know? yeah um, so, you know the same thing happened when the 2019 came out come on remember remember how, remember how upset people were about that Yep, I do. And, then, and I then, do. then the Photoshoppers ran in to fix the bow tie, and they fixed the, you know, the the same color molding or, or the, oh my god. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna preface this by saying I'm not a truck guy. I yeah. won't buy this truck. I will never <laughs> consider this truck, and that's simply because I don't buy trucks. So, I my opinion here is, yeah, I won't buy it because I don't buy trucks. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I don't care how loud it is. I don't care how big it is. That HD, <laughs> HD Chevrolet. Chevrolet HD. It, it's, it's, it's a doozy. It's it is, a doozy. It's a doozy. I don't think it looks horrifying. I think it, it's just very blunt. It's, it's, um, it's, 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 yeah. I'd like to see but that in your rear view mirror. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they wanted to happen, uh, is that they wanted to be blunt and in your face and, mm. This thing will pull a, a stump puller car. It'll pull pull your house trailer right down a hill. Yeah, I guess you know. So, um, I think it's pretty neat. I think I, I just think that the editorial is pretty funny on it. Um, so, what is it with Chevrolet really making bold statements with very very polarizing front ends? I don't know, dude. I I, I don't know. Um, generally, there's there's isn't there like a design trend that goes through the industry and everybody kind of does their own variation of it. We talked about this before, you know, depending on, uh, what year it is, you're going to be seeing cars that all seem sort of similar. I mean, we definitely saw that with the eighties and the kind of (laughs) round, the rounded look. Remember jelly beans, jelly bean, you know, look at, look at the way the Camaro went from 92 to 93, Mm -hmm. you know, from the third gen to the fourth gen rounded, um, we had, you know, the, the geos, right? The geos, the storm. Was it the storm? It seemed more rounded. 
Uh, not the Metro. The Metro was the tiny one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They had a one liter three cylinder, if I remember right. Woo! But see, that was good on gas, huh? <laughs> no, because you're probably flooring it everywhere you go just to not get ran over by, you know, a giant Chevrolet HD pickup. Speaking of gas, Uh-oh. it keeps going down and down. There's many places in this country now that are under $2 a gallon now for gasoline. Not here. No? No, it's, what is it there? Well, I paid two twelve for it, I think, last time I was Your here. gas is cheaper than mine now. Really? Yes. Usually, Michigan's like 20 cents a gallon higher. Yeah, we got we got jacked with all the taxes here on the gas. To well, fix the apparently, they took the taxes away. Oh, my God. Well. <laughs> Good for you. You deserve a break once in a while. <laughs> Maybe I'll be sure to get some when I get up there to Indianapolis. There you go. Get me some Three Floyds. Stevie's going to bring me some oh, yeah. M43. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to see some cool car parts that oh, came yeah. out. Yeah. How long is the drive from from Nashville to Indy? Four and a half, five hours. Okay, this is it's about the same it is from Detroit to Indy. Head on down, dude. Oh, I got I got too much to do this weekend. Oh man. All right. Well, if anybody's going to be a PRI, message me. I'll see you there. Otherwise, I'm going to go pack. You can go pack, and I'm going to edit. I got lots of editing. To All right. Why? Well, uh, thank you, kind sir. I got I got this to edit. I got YouTube videos to edit. I'm just uh, just edit, edit, edit. All right, guys, let's get out of here. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya.